Today's episode is brought to you by Small Biz Social Society. The Small Biz Social Society is a monthly membership that I created for ambitious entrepreneurs that want to amp up the social media and online marketing for their businesses. The membership includes a monthly live training with yours truly, a monthly guest expert appearance by online marketing and business professionals from across the globe, member spotlights, digital content, online courses, and a super supportive private Facebook community. You get all of this for $28 per month. That is a hell of a deal if I do say so myself. <laughs> if you're ready to increase social media visibility, engagement, and community, learn how to build and maintain a solid personal brand online, and get ongoing support from the best in the business, as well as a badass community of entrepreneurs, this is the membership for you. No commitment required. Head to smallbizsocialsociety.com to enroll today. And for a limited time, use code SBSS podcast to get $10 off your first month. That's smallbizsocialsociety.com and use code SBSS podcast to get $10 off your first month. I can't wait to see you in the Social Society. Welcome to the Social Sunshine Podcast. I'm your host, Brittany Crossan, and I'm here to help you build a brand, make an impact, and have some fun on social media. I'm the owner of Fun Love Media, a social media management and content creation agency in Houston, Texas. I'm a wife, a mom of two, and when I'm not working or with my family, you can find me on my Peloton bike, dancing in my Instagram stories, or cuddled up with wine watching The Real Housewives. Please know that this show could include some grown-up language here or there. <laughs> Let's get started. Yo, yo, yo. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the Social Sunshine Podcast. I'm your host, Brittany Crossan. This is episode 54. Hello, hello. Thank you, thank you, thank you for being here. I'm so happy you're here. Welcome to the party. Episode 54. You guys, this is really freaking exciting. We are getting very close to the one-year anniversary of the Social Sunshine Podcast, in which I'm going to try to give you a, an episode extraordinaire uh, packed with good fun and awesomeness from the last <laughs> year since the show started. And maybe a few cringeworthy things that happened at the beginning, but you know what? You got to start somewhere better to be done than perfect. Right? Right. All right, you guys. So episode 54, again, thank you so much for being here. Uh, today's guest, Chris Thomas is a super cool dude. I really had a good, uh, talk with him about, uh, online marketing, digital marketing, about ads, which was really good because honestly, I was learning along with, you know, I'm learning along with you guys when it comes to certain topics um, that are not my area of expertise. So he really, really helped with all that. It was a really good chat. We will get to that um, here in just a few minutes. I want to take a few minutes to talk to you about something really important that's happening right now that's going to help you. So please listen, listen, I promise. This is going to help you if you are using Instagram for business or if you want to start using or you've just started using it or whatever, right? Instagram for business, right? Instagram reels. We have to keep talking about this. If you follow me on social media, you already know I've been talking about Instagram reels like crazy. Um, if you're in my membership, if you're in small biz social society, you definitely know I've been talking about reels like crazy, trying to get all you guys to be uh, hopping on board for Instagram reels. So that leads me to what I want to talk to you about right now, which is how I gained a thousand Instagram followers in 30 days. The answer is Instagram reels. All right, let's just get right to it. <laughs> First of all, let me give you, let me give you the real truth about my Instagram journey. Um, you know, I started using Instagram back whenever my son was a baby. So I don't know, nine years ago or something. Um, and I just started using it for fun, like most people, just kind of checking it out, what the deal was, and, and whatever. Um, so for a long time, I really didn't use it with any sort of strategy for any sort of business purposes. But come to like 2016, so four years ago, it's been a while, I started really trying to use it 
for business. I started trying to really learn tactics and strategies, what you should and shouldn't do. And I did, I did it the do it yourself way, which is how I tend to do things, which is kind of like the long way. And I'm trying to help you not have to take that way. So listen up. Um, I, I started doing that, you know, my, my kids were still, were much younger at the time, of course. And I was still juggling that and trying to figure out, um, some clarity on my path forward career-wise and what I was really going to be doing. So I would try this, I would try that, I would kind of um, experiment and trial and error and all these things. Um, Four years, you guys, and I didn't have that many followers. I really didn't have that many followers. And look, I understand. I agree that it's not always about the amount of followers because it's actually not. Uh, It really is about the quality of your followers. But if you're trying to amp it up to that next level and expand your audience and truly reach more people, like if you're at that point where that's really your goal and that's a good goal for you, for your business and what you're doing, then listen up. Um, so it, it took me, first of all, a whole year from, what is this? This is October, 2020. So it took me from October, 2019 to October, 2020 to go from two. Th- yeah, to go from 2,000 to 4,000 followers. A whole year to gain 2,000 followers. A whole year, you guys. Now, look, I, I definitely spend a lot of time working on stuff for clients. So maybe I'm not always, you know, I wasn't always giving my own account attention and blah, blah, blah. But I've been doing better in 2020 trying to really like treat myself like I'm my own client and do a better job at it. So it took a year to gain 2,000. But listen to this. One of those 2,000, 1,000 of that happened in 30 days, just, just, just a second ago, just a couple of weeks ago. And it's thanks to me using Instagram reels the way that I've done. So let me just break it down for you really quick. If you want to understand this and if you want to try this, um, Instagram reels is basically Instagram's version of TikTok, really and truly. I mean, it's very similar to TikTok. Um, it's all about these shorter videos. They can either be 15 seconds long or they can be 30 seconds long. And, um, a lot of people use music in the background because you can choose from all this popular music. Like it's allowed. That's what's so amazing and groundbreaking about, well, about TikTok. And then of course now about Instagram reels is that, you're allowed to use this music in these videos. Like they've worked out all that illegal jargon stuff for you. It's amazing because people love music and it really helps people connect and get their attention. Music is magical. I've always known that about music. So anyway, so it can be 15 seconds long or 30 seconds long. A lot of times there's music in the background. Um, If you look at my reels, you're going to see me dancing for sure. I'm I'm a dancer. I'm a performer. That's what I love to do. So why not? I'm dancing on the ground. I'm dancing on a treadmill. I'm dancing on a bike. I'm dancing all over the place. There's a lot of people that are dancing. There's also a lot of people though that are just using the music as like a fun background and kind of bopping along to the music. And maybe there's words popping up on the screen, how to do this, how to do that or whatever, right? So that's the whole basis of it. And it's built into the Instagram app. So whenever you want to just look at some reels, you go to the explore page of the Instagram app, which is a little magnifying glass. You just tap on that and then it'll, you'll see at the top, there's a reels video. And if you watch it, you start scrolling through reels and watch a whole bunch of them. All right. Here's the deal. I was already using TikTok and I had already had a pretty wild and crazy ride on TikTok in 2020 because I had, I ended up with a viral video that I think now it's got 1.8 million views, which for a smaller account is a lot. All right. Um, and it, it went viral a couple months ago. And so things really exploded for me on TikTok and it was very exciting, but I, I use it as a, as a learning lesson. So I could then of course pass the information on to you guys. So I've already been using TikTok. So to use Instagram reels was no, um, difficult transition for me at all. In fact, you can take TikTok videos and just upload them to Instagram reels and use them again, which I did a lot of that. And I do a lot of that because I feel like it's smart and it's efficient. Why not? So what I decided to do though, is really get after it is I had all of this content already built up from TikTok and some of it I do create natively inside of Instagram, but a lot of it was from TikTok and I started posting to reels. I'm talking every damn day almost. Um, that can overwhelm you, it, whatever. If it does, it does. But look, this is just exactly what I did. And I'm posting these videos and it's quality content, meaning that I know that somebody out there really wants to see it. Somebody really wants to watch these silly, crazy dancing videos of mine, apparently. And 
that's why I'm sharing it. And it also is authentic. It's genuine to me. I'm, I'm enjoying it. So it's coming across to the audience. It's just like a whole good vibe, right? And so I posted to Instagram reels almost every single day for that 30 days that I gained those thousand followers. One of the videos went um, like kind of mini viral and got, uh, I don't know, a few hundred thousand views or something like that, which for at, at the time, an account with only 3,000 or 3,300 or whatever it was um, followers to have a video do that well, it's, it's, that's a lot. Right. And so that helped too, but people started following because they're seeing these videos because this, well, hopefully because they like me, that's, that would be good news. Right. (laughs) Um, but the, the structure of this is how TikTok is too. The way that the screen actually looks when somebody is watching a video on Instagram reels, it's very easy to not only love the video, like the video, whatever, tap the heart. You know what I mean? And of course comment, but also it's very easy to just go doop and hit follow because it's right there. Instagram did that to make it easy on the person viewing to just follow that account right then. They like your video, boom, they can hit follow. They don't even have to click on your picture and go to your profile and check it out and pre-qualify you and go through all this crap that Instagram audiences have pretty much put us all through for years. (laughs) You don't have to do that anymore, right? They can just follow you right there, super easy from the Reels video. So it's a combination of um, that being easier on the audience member to actually tap follow and just go ahead and follow you just like they can on TikTok. Um, and also the consistency where I, I shared really, really often, uh, and I shared content that, um, was genuine and, and, and eye catching for me, it was like fun and exciting, all of that, but you do you, whatever your thing is. Um, a combination of all of that mixed with the fact that Instagram reels is a new feature on Instagram. They want people to use Instagram reels because they created the feature so that people would use Instagram Reels, right? The whole point of these apps is for them to have all these features, all these things that make you want to use the app because if people are using it, then they can make money and they can run as a business. And if people aren't using it, then what's the point? So Instagram Reels is a new feature. So when you're using it on a regular basis, Instagram is really, really pushing that and prioritizing those posts. Instagram Reels uh, posts are getting a lot more exposure right now than a regular Instagram post. So when you combine all these magical potions together, it, it, it comes up with, with a really, really great way to increase your following, increase your exposure, increase your reach to new people that would have never, ever seen you before had they not seen your reels, right? Um, it's really, really fantastic, and it's a really cool tool. So again, remember that, yeah, of course, numbers aren't everything because there are accounts that on Instagram that have tons of followers and a lot of them aren't even real, right? People, I think people still buy followers. Like really? <sighs> Don't even get me started on that. I never did that crap. But anyway, you know, so you never know just because an account has tons and tons of followers. It doesn't necessarily mean that that account is doing as great as what you think. Okay. So just be mindful of that. If you're starting to be hard on yourself, cause you don't have that many followers, it is not all about the number, but the bottom line is that if you have something that appeals to a pretty large group of people, your product, your service, then it's a good idea to expose more people to you, to your brand, to you as a person, to your business that's just common sense. So, and I do, I have like, I'll just tell you that I'll just just be totally transparent. Like this show, the podcast, this show appeals to a huge group of people. I mean, I know, I know we're going to have millions of listeners one day. And, and because of that, of course, I want to grow my audience to be as big as I possibly can, because that's way more people that could listen to the show that would go, oh, this girl's cool. Oh, wow. She hosts a podcast and da, da, da. Okay, let's do that. Let's listen to that. Right. And also my membership, Small Biz Social Society, that is something that can help a large um section of people, right? Because it's for super small business owners that really want to amp up their social media marketing um, at an affordable cost every single month, right? So that's a lot of people. (laughs) So I need to like 
get a lot of people's attention. And so therefore, of course, that's why I uh, took, took this path of, of using Instagram Reels. Plus it's fun. All right. So I just want to break that down for you. That's exactly how I gained a thousand followers in 30 days using Instagram Reels, consistently putting out good quality content, not giving up, really, really just putting it out there, you guys, and being a content creating and sharing machine. And maybe that's not for everybody, but the bottom line is that if you want to see consistent, good numbers, and you want to truly start converting people from just being a follower to being a customer of some sort, then you really, really, really have to have a consistent, solid content sharing strategy. And if you don't, you're just not going to see the results. So definitely hop on Instagram Reels, try it out. Let me know what you think. Um, If you want to get more detailed instruction, like trainings and tutorials and things on Instagram Reels, Instagram in general, um, and also other platforms, not just Instagram. definitely look at Small Biz Social Society. That's the membership that I created myself. It's um, it's really, really a special, special uh, deal. It's got a lot of good information for you to help you really, really just amp it up with your social media marketing. There's just tons of tutorials and trainings and videos. There's guest experts that come and share all kinds of good stuff. And it's all there for you to just access whenever you want to. It's super convenient. It's not complicated. You just go and you just look. You say, ooh, I think I want to learn about Instagram Reels today. Click. Boom. You learn how to do it. Move on with your life, right? Because you're a busy business owner. So go to smallbizsocialsociety.com to get more information about that. And with that, I'm going to stop chatting because I could chat about Instagram Reels all day. It's so much fun. We need to get to the guest. All right. So coming up next is my chat with Chris Thomas. Born and raised in a little mountain town in North Georgia, today's guest always felt like a small town dude, but after leaving the small town, he built a big city marketing resume, creating explosive growth for global brands like Coca-Cola, Delta, and Red Bull Racing. Fast forward to today, he started his agency, Yonder, to help small and medium-sized businesses maximize their marketing impact. Not only is this fella a marketing expert, but he's also a dad and a barbecue lover. He's here to school up on PPC ads and how to do them right. Welcome to the Social Sunshine Podcast, Chris Thomas. Thanks, Brittany. <laughs> You're welcome. How do you like that? Did that was really talk? good. That I'm was done? probably the best. Yes. That was like the best intro I've had so oh, far. That was I, really good. Thank you. I get the best intro award. I'll take it. Um, I'm so happy to have you here. I know your time is valuable. We will get right to it. I really appreciate you being here for all of us to listen and learn from your expertise. Before we dive into talking about ads and getting all, you know, um, all technical and stuff, I would love to just let you, well, oh, wait, I want to hear about what Yonder does, your agency. But first, I sure. read something interesting. Do you mind sharing the story of your company logo, the inspiration. Yeah. I read yeah, about lo- that on your Instagram and I thought it was so cool. I would love for you yeah. to tell everybody all about it. Oh, that, thank, thank you for asking that. A lot of people don't ask or they do and I bring it up and uh, it's I always love talking about it. So um, I, last year I was trying to figure out how to brand this thing and a good friend of mine, I was like, look, I trust you to do this and you know my family dynamic and all that good stuff. And so my uh, both my kids are adopted. They're uh, they're uh, African American or black. Uh, we it's kind of funny because I forget that they're, they're, they're adopted. And uh, <laughs> when we released the logo, people were like, "Oh, what is that?" and everything else. So the the logo is actually the North Star of the Underground Railroad, and what that meant was like you're going the right direction to safety. Wow. And uh, so when the brand and Yonder released, it was kind of one of those things that. I wanted to pay a little homage, you know, uh, to my, my kids history because, you know, that is a part of, you know, their ancestry and all that kind of stuff. And, and it's such a weird climate and time and people just, I felt like people needed to know because a lot of times I was going to kind of keep it close to the vest and not talk about it, not tell anybody. And I just felt like it was a good time to say, Hey, look, you know, this did happen and not to forget. And, you know, you're always going to be safe. You know, my kids are always going to be safe with me and my wife and, um, and that, you know, and people are like, okay, so that's cool. And so I really wanted to like, uh, you know, 10 feet, well, gosh, probably 20 years from now, if they want to take over the agency, they can, uh, my, my son's for my daughter's 18 months. So, uh, it's, it's going to take a little bit longer than 10 years, but anyway, uh, 
but uh, who knows? I don't know. Kids may get smarter. In the next it's true. Years. You never know. You never yeah. know. <laughs> so I but, love uh, that. Yeah. I, I read that story on your Instagram um, before we started recording, and I thought it was so special and so cool. And I, see, I love a story like that, though, Chris, because I like something special with your business. I grew up in a small business, so my dad, and mm. he still he still owns and operates it to to this day. I started. I grew up there. I started working there when I was a teenager. So I understand. Like I get it. You know what I mean? Yeah. That life and what like the special things that go into your business and the heart and all of that. And I just thought that story was so cool. So I'm glad you oh, shared thank it. Thank you. Thank you. Um, okay. So also please tell everybody, so what does Yonder do? Like what kind of services do y'all provide? So everybody kind of understands what your, your deal is. Yeah. So I t- typically when I go to a party, and I go, oh, I'm in digital marketing. People just seem to glaze over and it's like, <laughs> whatever, man, uh, can I go find the nachos? And uh, so <laughs> it's basically uh, we help people like figure out how to grow their email list, how to get more engagement on Facebook and Instagram and uh, LinkedIn. And really people that don't know how many people come to their website or even why they come to their website and, you know, generate ads and all that kind of stuff. And so when I'm at a party, I'm just like, Hey, you know how you're always wondering why did 500 people show up to my website? Well, we help figure that out and we help you grow uh, your business online. So that's, and we're moving uh, more towards um, video marketing. And, and so we're combining video marketing and traditional pay-per-click ads and all that kind of stuff together. And it's been incredible to watch. That's so great. All right. I'm excited for you. So you, I know you made the transition from working for others and doing all that work and now you have your own thing. So your agency is pretty new, right? Or is this a recent transition or no? So we're a year old and uh, I've been working under the radar for, I guess, four or five years as like a freelancer or whatever. Yeah, I understand. Last year, uh, September, August, my wife was like, look, if you're going to do this thing, go ahead and do it. Your kids aren't, you know, your kids are getting older. They're not, you know. And uh, so, yeah, we started a year ago. And then uh, really, (laughs) oddly enough, we came out with the brand and who we are in February, March. And I was like, this is like the worst time to start an agency. <laughs> um, but we're doing great. Like, no, yeah. we, we uh, instead of scaling back and whatever, I mean, a year ago right now, you would, instead of seeing like a cool office view, uh, you would see me in my basement. And uh, yeah. it would just been me in my basement. So now we have a team of four. Uh, possibly five coming on. And uh, so, yeah, we've, we kind of went the opposite with COVID. We just said, Hey, this, let's, let's build and grow and yeah. and see what happens. And uh, so far it's so good. It's been great. That's awesome. I'm, congratulations. I'm really excited for you. I feel yeah. like honestly, 2020, which I know it's been just crap for, for a lot of people <laughs> and families in so many ways, but honestly, I think in our industry is if, if you're like what you're doing and what I decided to do in my business is just go for it. Um, I think yeah. it's been good for our industry. I mean, obviously business owners, need technology and the the power of yeah. the internet and social media and online marketing more than ever now. So, I mean, we're, we're lucky that we're in this industry and that we can help people, you know, do that sort of thing. Absolutely. So that's awesome. I'm so happy for you. Okay. So let's dive in. I was telling you before we started officially recording that um, ads are not my area of expertise. I'm the first to tell one of my clients that like, <laughs> you, it's definitely not my thing. So I would love, love, love it, just to let you take the wheel and talk to the listeners about PPC ads. Um, tell them sure. what they, what they are just in case they don't know and how, yeah. how to even, how to do it right. Just some general guidelines, whatever advice you have, because a lot of people out there are going to have to probably at first do it themselves. Right. Or yep. they might, and then hopefully they could get to a point where they could hire somebody like you <laughs> to help yeah. them. But yeah, I just get us started on that. Like what the heck is a PPC ad and go yeah. So typically, uh, so ads, can mean so many different things right now on Facebook and everything else. Like uh, if you've ever been, uh, you've gotten an ad or anything like that, where it's like, Hey, buy this blanket or buy this thing or whatever. And that's a company paying for your visual to be able to see right then and there 
you know, what's happening. And then, then the, there's the other ad where it seems like a natural post and Mm -hmm. basically, uh, hopefully that background noise isn't so bad, but anyway, uh, so basically there's other posts that it looks more natural. It doesn't, uh, you feel like, oh, this is a person that I might know or whatever. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh, this is a sponsored ad. So it's either a course or it's like, if you're a small business owner, people are selling you courses every single day, apparently. Yeah. And uh, at least it happens to me. They're like, oh, yeah. take our new accounting course. And stuff <laughs> yes. that I would never <laughs> need or want, right? And so basically what we do as far as pay-per-click, so we have gosh, we have the wide gamut. So I said blankets, we have a, a custom blanket company that you can upload your own blanket. And then we have an HVAC company that they need more leads or we have, uh, gosh, what's the, we have a couple of restaurants and stuff like that, where if you're wanting to market to your local regional or national level, you use pay-per-click to get there quicker. Everybody keeps thinking that, oh, well, I need SEO and all that kind of stuff. Well, SEO is going to, and SEO meaning search engine optimization, because uh, a lot of folks don't even know what that is. But uh, yeah, no, I'm glad you, yeah, please explain. <laughs> yeah. So SEO basically takes 90 days for you to hop right on Google because people just think, oh, SEO is going to magically, like people are just going to show up to my website, right? And that's the other mistreatment too about your website. I hear people all the time go, I'm like, hey, what do you need Yonder to do for you? And they go, well, uh, we have a website, so we're done with that. And I'm like, oh, you are. So how many people are coming to your website? And they're like, oh, I don't even know. And I'm like, well, you should know that. Like, And so then I'm like, well, do you know who's coming to your website? And they're like, I don't know. That's, we don't even have a clue. And I'm like, well, so we need to create your audience that comes to your website that you know who to build for. And so they're like, oh, well, that's crazy. And I'm like, yeah, it's actually, it's kind of like if you put a billboard up, right, of your company and said, you know what, I'm going to go put it in the back alley for only the weird looking people to see it. (laughs) And you go, and why are all my customers like these random people, right? And it's, it's not targeted to the right folks. You know, it's, uh, I've run ads like that uh, back in the day. I understand. (laughs) Yeah. So you're just kind of like, Oh, well, why can they not afford my services? Or, you know, I run a bakery and they keep talking about barbecue. What is that about? You know, that kind of stuff where that's where pay-per-click ads come into play. You build your audience that you want to drive to your website. Now the, the biggest thing with pay-per-click ads, right? people always drive them to their actual .com site, right? So if I'm running an ad, people think, oh, you must run it to yonderagency.com. That's actually not the case. We actually build lead pages, right? So a lead page is what is the product that you're wanting to offer? And like literally your lead page doesn't have a header, like a navigation at all, because you want your person to focus on the content on that page. They, you don't want them going anywhere else. They, you want them to stay focused on that. Right. So when you're doing pay-per-click ads, first find your audience and figure out who that is. Build a lead page of the product that you want to sell. Don't sell multiple products. Like what we're good at is websites. So if we're good at websites, then we're going to, that's all we talk about in the lead page. You want to take the land and expand approach, right? It's like, oh, you do websites and you do email marketing? That's awesome. So let's talk about email marketing after you get that person in in the uh, door. Does that make sense? Yeah, land and expand. I like that. Yeah, so we do that approach all the time because once you gain the trust of a potential customer and they, they're ready to sign that contract, then they go, well, you know, I really need help with social media. Well, you go, well, actually we have a media manager. She, you know, handles all this kind of stuff. And then all of a sudden that client goes, oh, wait a minute. So this is a one-stop shop, right? So people go, well, you're talking like you're a digital agency. What about me? I'm, let's, uh, I'm a baker. You know, I just bake pies every day. If you do bake pies every day, we're going to be best friends. So <laughs> Right. First uh, of all, so yeah. You know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So please hire me to help you promote your pies. But uh, so perfect example is you, you want people to know that your pie shop exists. 
product, right? Well, creating an ad of, you know, hey, we sell pies, you know, that's really not going to drive people. But if you have a three ways to make your pies the best, right? People are going to click on that and go, oh, what is this about? Like, is this a recipe or whatever? And they get to your lead page and you're talking about your pie process, right? You talk about the crust, you talk about the topping, you talk about how long it needs to go into the fridge or into the oven or whatever, and you educate your customers, right? Yeah. Uh, people think that pay-per-click ads is just a simple ad, but there's so much that goes into it, into, dare I say, a funnel, right? Because we all hate funnels. We all, <laughs> we've heard them, we, we know about them or whatever, but it is technically a funnel. It's it is, yeah. It's a funnel. It's top of funnel ads and, and it's really cold traffic, maybe sometimes warm traffic where you're trying to funnel through your lead page and get the right audience through. So I feel like I've kind of jumped around a bunch. So I'm going to kind of bring it back a little bit. So basically like if, uh, if you're a baker or if you own life insurance or whatever, right. Think of a way that's going to let people go. I want to learn from that person. Give away information, right? Because here's the secret. Nobody's going to do what you actually tell them to do. Oh, my God. I'm giving him a round of applause. I've said this before, people. I don't know if you've heard it, but they're, they're not going to steal your idea, most likely. They're not going to do it anyway. So it's right. okay. Give it away. Give it away, right? <laughs> yeah, right now we have our whole entire email strategy up on our website for free and I've yet to see anybody try to replicate it and people call and go, Hey, can you do our emails? I'm like, yep, that's fine. You know, it's totally great. Yes. You're, you're yes. You're so right. You guys, please take that advice. If do not be scared to put out free information, do not. Okay. Sorry. I'm so okay. excited. You said no, no, that. No, you're great. <laughs> yeah. So like perfect example, we're about to do, uh, so we talked about barbecue earlier so we're about to help one of our clients. It's a barbecue restaurant and the owner wants to do a barbecue course. Obviously enough, you know, courses are a big thing, right? Yeah. But the thing is, is like there's folks out there that want to learn how to do a really good brisket or a really good pork butt, right? And so, and you know, since we're on a podcast, I'll share free strategy, right? <laughs> so our biggest thing is we're giving away a free, like, PDF, but we're also giving away a free video, right? So watch this video, make sure this is what you want to do, right? And so we're creating an ad off of that of, uh, and I wish this was like a screen share because you can totally do this on Facebook, right? You go, and if you're brand new to like ads, you can literally go to business manager on Facebook, just Google it, business manager. And all of a sudden that's your ad center, right? And so this is the simplest way to start generating ads. And it'll walk you through the process of like, do you want to do conversions? Do you want to do traffic campaigns? All that good stuff. Our goal is we want to do conversions. So we select that certain ad. And then the biggest thing next is like, okay, do I want to do a static ad, meaning just an image? Or do I want to do a video ad? So if you start to have that strategy of like, okay, I know that I probably can't do this amazing video, but I could do a video of just explaining what the process is because people get to know who your personality is before they even click, you know, send or whatever, or buy or whatever. They're like, Oh, I'm going to buy from Brittany because she's got a nice personality or whatever. And I trust her and sure you can have my email and yeah, I would love to buy your course. Right. And so the biggest thing is go through Facebook, go through the business manager, and find your audience because you can actually target down to the county and really even like a two block street, right? If you want to target just two blocks, you can actually do that, which is pretty bizarre. That's amazing. Uh, fa Facebook has data on all kinds of people, everything and anything, right? Facebook probably knows that I just like to wear black all the time and <laughs> I have a beard and all this kind of stuff. They right? know that they know that I like wine. They do know that. <laughs> exactly. Right. So they, they know everything about us. And so they use that data to help you run your ads. And okay. so the, the biggest thing is uh, don't overthink it. Right. Uh, people go, well, I'm not a copywriter. I'm not somebody that can, you know, write this beautiful copy. Well, the beauty is tell the story of the ad, right? 
if you're wanting to sell more life insurance or if you're wanting to sell more pies or barbecue courses or whatever, talk about the pain point and then talk about the solution. The pain point, everybody, everybody thinks I have the best solution out there. So I'm going to talk about the solution first and people just go, Oh, well, I, I really don't know what they're talking about. Or it's like, great, you gave me a solution, but I don't think that fits my problem or whatever. But if you state the problem first and go, have you ever wondered why your barbecue just tastes so bad, right? Or you ever wonder why Larry down the end of the street always has the best brisket, right? All of a sudden there's intrigue of like, yeah, I can't stand Larry because everybody talks about him for like weeks on end. And they're like, have you had his barbecue? It's amazing, right? And it's <laughs> yeah. like, hey, learn how to make the best brisket ever. Click here to learn more, right? right. And that's the intrigue of like, you've solved my problem. You've kind of said, hey, here's the solution. We just got to click here and we'll figure it out, right? right? It does feel like an infomercial, but really infomercials are just like so in your face. This is where you're telling the story of why you're here to help. Right. Because people are very suspect of like, free stuff or whatever, obviously online. Right. Um, but yeah, I would definitely say start with Facebook. There's so many courses and so many YouTube channels out there that show you how to start up, uh, you know, your Facebook ads and stuff like that. I'll give you a great example. We, um, we, they're not even a client. They called and they said, uh, Hey, we're in education, uh, especially right now with kids trying to, you know, they're, they're not going to school. They're in, you know, all this kind of stuff. COVID it's crazy. It's nuts, whatever. Right. We have a, we have uh, homeschooling products that basically just, just a video series uh, on the election, like what, and basically it's teaching kids what the election is, right. The history of it, okay. all that kind of stuff. And so I, I lit up and he's like, look, we don't have money to do the ads. Can you just point me in the right direction? And I was like, well, what's the goal? And he's like, we just need emails, right? So we, we actually didn't do anything. We just kind of laid out the process. He went and did his own ad. And I think he only had $250 for ads, right? Yeah. He pre-sold his course and within two weeks had over 500 emails. Wow. And so, yeah. So it works. Like the thing is, is like you can target folks that have kids or like all that kind of stuff where all of a sudden in two weeks, you have an audience of 500 that you can either sell a course to, keep educating them and then sell the product to them. Right. Right. And so a lot of people think this is like, there's this magic that's behind ads, but it's actually really simple. It's educate, guide, and then sell. Right. Right. And that's the three things that you need to take three people through because, you know, uh, if I went on a date, right. Uh, I wouldn't ask people to marry me on the first date. That would be nuts. Right. Right. Uh, although there's people that do it, but, uh, <laughs> and those people are nuts, but anyway, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hopefully you didn't do that. I don't know. Sorry. Hopefully nobody listening was like, Hey, you know, you want to get married. I can't remember your last name right now, but you know, whatever. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, in my case, I probably would have, no, anyway, no, didn't. uh, so the thing is, is like, that's kind of a business for an ad, right? right? You're educating them about you and then you're guiding them through the process and then you're selling them the product. That's just the same thing about building a relationship with a spouse is they're learning about you. If you educate them and then you're right. like, Hey, let's get married. Let's go, you know, <laughs> but that's the, that's the, the beauty of our business of digital marketing is we can, we can help guide these businesses that, that don't know how to tell their story, but they have an incredible product. Right. Um, Which is the case for a, so many people, so many businesses. Oh yeah. But yeah, we, uh, we have a lot of fun doing it. I hope that answered your question. on. Paper. Yeah, no, you did. That was so good. I got a lot of that. I know everybody else did too. I wanted to ask you specifically if you can think of um, 
just a couple of examples of mistakes that you have seen, like common mistakes. Um, And even if it sounds like it's like dumb or whatever, you never know. Cause if you're starting from scratch, you may not know what to do. Can you point some of those mistakes out that maybe we should avoid when we're trying to do ads for our businesses? Yes. Okay. Do not have an ad that says buy now or anything like that. Uh, Don't have an, uh, we had, um, I guess it was a year and a half ago, uh, luckily we didn't do it. Another agency did, uh, thankfully. Uh, so we saw their ads and basically it was just like very crude, like images. And you're just like, what are they selling? Like, what is it they're doing? It just seemed really weird. And then you click on it and they sold, I think like uh, supplemental insurance or whatever. Huh. And I was like, this doesn't tell me anything. Like, it just like had this lady on the cliff and they're like, <laughs> life couldn't be better. And I was like, huh? And I was like, it, so I had to tell the client, I was like, you're being really vague with your audience. Like they have no idea who these, what, why, why is this woman on the cliff? Your life is about to get better. Is she jumping off? Like what is, what is about <laughs> yeah. to happen right now? Right. It's a wrong message. And so, yeah. And it's like, <laughs> okay, this is, is not good and they're like well what do you suggest right and i'm like well let's just uh you know let's fix this first so a lot of times people think i'm just going to be so vague and create this beautiful looking ad and people are just going to show up create an ad that people are going to relate to right people don't care about uh, especially right now with covid right so zoom calls and everything else with kids running in the background and all that kind of stuff people are more acceptable for more realistic things, right? Yes. Uh, do not hear my, uh, my biggest pet peeve right now is the folks that rent Airbnbs and say, Hey, look at me. I'm doing great. Look at this mansion I have, all this kind of stuff. And then like you see in the background, like on the wall that says rules for staying here. And you're like, <laughs> why do you have rules of staying at your own house? That's kind of weird. Like, do you not remember how to start your own hot tub? That's strange. Liars, right? liars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So don't don't try to hype it up. Like just be realistic and be like, look, I don't make millions of dollars, but I know that I can help you get this, right? right. Uh, that's like the biggest mistake that a lot of our folks make. Um, you know, luckily enough, I've just seen a lot of dumpster fires where I'm like, I'm never <laughs> going to do that with my own business. Uh, we had one ad that I thought was funny, but it was only funny f- to people in our industry. And uh, I took it down within like three hours. I'm like, this is horrible. Like, I can't, I can't stand it. People around me thought it was funny. I was like, oh, this is horrible. <laughs> okay. Okay. I love it. Those are good. Those are good things to point out. What, what about like, I'm just trying to think of what the kinds of things that my audience would probably be thinking right now. And I feel like the, the copy and the caption, if you're doing, you know, social media ads, I feel like that's obviously a big deal. I mean, I'm a writer, so I, I, I appreciate yeah. and understand the value of the words, like just even two words. Is there anything like, I, I kind of like what you said earlier, maybe expand on that because like somebody that's not really a writer that maybe even be a horrible writer and they're trying to put this together. Um, but you were, you, you, what'd you say earlier? You said something like, Oh, when you said, um, are you frustrated when your barbecue sucks right. or whatever yeah, you yeah. said? Um, yeah. so, so is that a good, like, what would be a good approach for somebody that's really nervous about writing that first like hook, um, yeah. asking a question or what do you think? you can ask a question. So it's like, you know, are you tired of blank? Right. Right. Or it could be a problem statement. It's like, have you ever been this way? And even in the, even in the headline of a, an ad, you can be like, you ever wonder why so-and-so does so much better than this? Right. It leaves intrigue. Right. So intrigue, you know, is one of the biggest ones where people go, I can't not click on that because obviously there's an ad somewhere, but obviously, I don't know, that intrigues me enough to click it. Right. Right. Um, so I would definitely do a pro- problem statement, uh, a question like you ever wonder why, you know, our, our problem statement that we are, the question that we ask, you ever wonder why people don't 
engage with you on Facebook? Mm-hmm. Well, if you're a small business owner, you're like, yeah, I ask that question every single day. Yeah. Like, how do I, <laughs> why are nobody showing up? Right. Um, so those are the two biggest ones that we do. And then like the body copy just kind of expound on the problem and yeah. then kind of say, Hey, for a limited time, like have scarcity or whatever. So, um, I don't know why I keep saying courses, but it could literally be anything where it's like, Hey, book a free call or book this or book that. But that lead page should really like be where you sell, right? The mm-hmm. ad is really to get them through the door and get them on that lead page and on your lead page, which is a landing page. Uh, some people call it um, a squeeze page, all that kind of stuff. But Basically, the ad is to create intrigue enough for them to click to see that lead page and go, oh, I think I want to explore a little bit more. So on a lead page, you want to have a video. You want to talk about the solutions that you provided for other customers. And you want them to have the ability to fill out a form to either get a high value content offer. So we haven't even talked about that yet. So the biggest thing that people want to know is what am I, what am I going to get out of giving you my email address? Right. Right. And a high value content offer can be a PDF. It can be a video. And and basically people go, yeah, sure. I'll watch the video for, and you can give, I'll I'll give you my email. Right. Hmm. The idea of that is to grow your email list because that's your email list. A lot of people think, I'm going to grow my business on Facebook or I'm going to grow my business on LinkedIn. But the problem with that is you're growing your business on renting land, right? Your email list is your own, right? So let's say that you have 500 emails. Well, you go out and say, Hey, I have a new course or I have a new product. You can go straight to them instead of having to run another ad retarget, do all that kind of stuff. So that email list is yours, right? So it's really important to design an ad, but then also have that lead page because that lead page is what drives traffic to your product or to your solution or whatever it is. Right. Okay. Okay. And one other thing, one other thing I thought of before we start to close this out, that's a specific thing I just thought about. When it comes to budget, look, I know that there's a lot of variables and I know you can't guarantee stuff and all that, but if somebody was trying to make a choice and they had a limited budget, rather limited, like not even a thousand dollars or a small amount of money to work with. Is it smarter if you, if they had to choose, or maybe it depends on the situation to, to just only, only use an ad when you have a specific reason, like a specific offer, a specific um, thing you're trying to accomplish in your business, or do you ever think it's okay to have what might be like a mate, a maintenance ad or a brand awareness ad, you know, that's just to just gradually maybe bring in new email uh, subscribers, something like that. Do you feel like one's more valuable than the other or you just kind of do it depending upon the situation? Does that make sense? Yeah. So yeah, that's a great question. (laughs) Um, So currently we're doing a brand awareness ad for a company. Nobody knows who they are, any of that kind of stuff, but they provide oddly enough maintenance packages, right? And so the, the thing is, what we're trying to do is if people don't know who they are, then we need to run a brand, brand awareness ad, something that goes, oh, you know, you ever wanted, wondered how to save on your maintenance or whatever? And it's kind of like, okay, cool, great. And it does send them to a lead page, but it's more generic about the business. Um, the, the other side too is, I'll give you a great example. So last year um what's the yeah so last year i had a company it was a roofing company they had only 650 bucks they were brand new right and they're like look nobody knows who we are or whatever well because it was a local roofing company we targeted zip codes and within two weeks we were able to get around 24,000 people to see their ad and pay attention to it. I believe that it was around 3,000 people or 4,000 people that actually clicked the ad itself. And then 
30 folks went through and actually converted into actual real jobs. Wow. So yeah, so it does work. Like you can do brand awareness and go, oh yeah, I, I do need that product or whatever and go, oh, I didn't know about you or I didn't know. Because the thing is, is like uh, the beauty of ads is Facebook knows who needs what, right? So our roofing company, like they could run an ad after a storm and go, hey, did you get hail damage last night and whatever? And they're like, oh yeah, I think I did. And all of a sudden you click on that and you're like, oh yeah, I guess I'll do a free inspection. And all of a sudden you're like, yeah, okay, well my insurance covers it and you're done. I mean, we did creative ads and it was so funny. Uh, They had so many people come to the website. They're like, look, we just got to turn off the ads. And they turned off the ads. And the funny thing is they get like five leads a week right now. It's just crazy. They, with the residual, like eight months later, uh, because like the brand awareness actually worked. Right. Right. And so the, the biggest thing is like, you want to, you want to do the ads in the right timing. Um, You know, obviously uh, a lot of people right now, they probably want to go out and get started and run an ad probably right now for the next two to three weeks is probably the worst time to run an ad. Uh, I'm giving very free advice right now. Uh, there's going to be a lot of noise, right? With the uh, political election. Yeah. All that kind of stuff. yeah. It's probably not the best time to do it. No. So timing is a lot of things. And if you know what your product is supposed to be, that does help. But if you want people to know who you are, man, brand awareness ads are great. And if you simply want to drive traffic to your website, then just put your website. You don't need a lead page. Uh, you know, it's funny when Yonder launched, uh, we had so many people come into our office space because they saw the logo and they, they saw my face or they, they saw something and they're like, I just felt like Yonder's everywhere. And I'm like, Oh yeah, I guess we are, you know, whatever. I didn't tell them that I was like targeting the area and, <laughs> and basically you just want to like magic. <laughs> yeah, it really is. People are like, it's weird. I saw your logo here. And then all of a sudden, like I show up and you're here and I'm like, well, you know, but you got to think about it as like, you want to be like a warm blanket around the area, not be a wet blanket because a wet blanket is like overbearing. Like you just like, Oh my gosh, the guy keeps running ads or whatever. Just be very subtle. Like people, people will start to pick up and go, Oh yeah, I do need a new website or I do need help with my digital marketing or I do need a pie or barbecue or insurance or HVAC, all that kind of stuff where you start to be intentional about who your audience is. They're going to trust who you are pretty quickly because you're not spamming them. You're not being overbearing. You're just kind of basically saying, Hey, this is what we're here to do. And we're here to help. That's a perfect place to end. I love it. Thank you. Thank you so much. That was such good information. I'm serious. Like I was over here soaking it in because I'm actually about to have to be running it at, it's a whole other story, but anyway, <laughs> I'm about to have to be doing this for my own business pretty soon. And so I was just, I'm taking notes over here. Um, so I really appreciate all of that good information. I want you though, before we go, I want you to make sure and tell everybody um, how they can find you uh, uh, in your agency and whatever you want to plug on social media, your website, everything, like if they want to work with you or they just want to learn more about you. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, yonderagency.com. And uh, if you go on any social media channel, it's just yonder agency. And uh, you'll, if you see a bearded guy in a trucker hat and thick green glasses, uh, uh, yeah, that's me, a husky. I tell people I used to be a husky model and they kind of believe that, but uh, (laughs) I just tell myself that. So yeah, you found the right place. Okay, perfect. All right, everybody, definitely go follow Chris. Go follow follow Yonder. Um, Chris, thank you so much for being here. I really, really appreciate you. Yeah, thanks for having me on. Thanks for listening to today's show, y'all. For more information about the podcast, go to socialsunshinepodcast.com and follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter and subscribe to the Social Sunshine Podcast YouTube channel. For more information about me, go to brittanycrossin.com and connect with me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, YouTube, and TikTok. The Social Sunshine Podcast is a Fun Love Media production. Funlovemedia.com. Bye.